Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one communal page of Talmud each day. And in today's pages, Bavakama 101 and 102, we come across one of those seemingly straightforward questions that really contain multitudes. Have a listen. The sages taught, with regard to one who gives wood to a carpenter to fashion a chair from it, and he fashioned a bench from it instead. Or one who gives him wood to fashion a bench, and he fashioned a chair from it instead. Rabbi Meir says, the carpenter gives him the value of his wood and keeps the chair or bench as he has acquired it due to the change. Rabbi Huda says, he does not acquire the item. Rather, if the value of the wood's enhancement exceeds the carpenter's expenses, the owner gives the carpenter the expenses. And if the expenses exceed the enhancement of the wood, he gives him the value of the enhancement. Since the carpenter deviated from the customer's order, he is entitled to either his expenses or the enhancement, the smaller amount of the two. What's going on here? Sure, it's a conversation about what to do when a work order goes awry and a carpenter takes liberties that weren't exactly specified in the contract. But reading this passage, I got the feeling that the conversation was about much more than carpentry. It's about maybe priorities. You have a finite amount of wood. Do you build a chair, grand and comfortable and fancy and ornate and only big enough for you to sit in it? Or do you build a bench, plain maybe, unadorned, not so fancy, but big enough for a whole bunch of friends to squeeze in together? Do you invest in yourself or do you invest in the community? It's a question one very special man from Florida asked himself recently. He's Ari Dosoritz, and I'll let my friend Stephanie Butnik introduce you to Ari and the touching choice he recently made. Ari Dosoritz, it is so nice to be talking to you. Welcome to Take One, a show I don't host, but I'm comfortable welcoming you on. Thank you for having me. I feel uh, very special to be on here. My wife is going to be jealous because for her, you guys are like celebrities. And so she's going to be jealous that I talked to you before she did. Tell everyone who's listening, why did you get in touch with us? <laughs> Where does this all start? <laughs> all right. So, yeah, so it's my wife's um, a very special birthday. She's turning 40 soon. And uh, Jane is an avid listener to everything tablet. She is a real fan. And today actually is Jane's birthday, right? So happy birthday, Jane. Happy birthday, Jane. And I've been really struggling as I've been trying to think of what can I do for her this year that would be meaningful, given it's kind of a milestone birthday. And really, you guys came to mind. I said, you know what? I wonder if we could do an event of some type with tablet in some capacity. Jane and I are both always sort of trying to think of ways that we can make our Jewish community better. We live in Southwest Florida, Fort Myers, Florida. We used to live in Philadelphia. We lived in other places where it's a much more populated Jewish area. And, and so anything we do here feels a little more significant, given that we're not as many. And so I started thinking about, well, maybe I can do an event with you guys. Maybe that's a way to celebrate her, not just for who she is, but also bring Jewish people together, which I know for her is something that she takes great pride in and something that both she and I try to do in our life as much as we can. Jane, for your birthday, your your official birthday gift is that I will be heading down to Fort Myers to do a very, very special event for your community for her That's birthday right. in honor of her birthday. 
That's right. And we will, we will <laughs> <Jane>. celebrate together. <laughs> you are the present. That's how special you are. So Jane, we will be there. We were so moved when we heard from you because it actually works really nicely with, with today's page of Talmud, this idea of thinking about how gifts can be so much more than just for the person who receives them, but also can be so thoughtful. I feel like you've put more thought into this already than most husbands that I know for a birthday present. So I like, I think it's actually quite beautiful. Listen, I'll take any credit I can get. I, if I can raise the bar for, for Jewish husbands out there or any husbands, Jewish or non-Jewish, I'm, I'm here for it. And um, I think that doing good things for people, it's like a ripple in still water, right? It reverberates outwards and you do good things for other people. And so if I can celebrate Jane with you guys and bring Jews together around a special event, to your point uh, on the teaching, um, I'm doing my job. I'm not the best religious Jew. And so this is my way of trying to be a better one. Jane is not a very materialistic person. And so, of course, like anybody, we can sometimes buy nice things, jewelry or whatever else. But for me, I think experiences especially mean more to people than any one given item. And so it is a challenge, but it, it sort of makes you actually think about why you appreciate somebody so much, why you love somebody so much. And how can you celebrate them and what they do for you and everybody around them? You know, I hope that all of us can ask ourselves, what can we do where we live, where we have our communities to make it better for each other, especially now? How do we help each other? How do we celebrate each other and and being Jewish together? And so what this event is actually going to be, I'm excited to tell everyone, is that on Sunday, May 5th, I will be heading down there with my colleague Tanya Singer and co-host of Beautifully Jewish. And we are going to do an amazing day of crafting and conversation, just a, a beautiful way to bring Jews together and talk about our favorite objects and create new heirlooms to fill our Jewish homes with. And it, I think it's going to be super special. And I love this idea that we're going to be celebrating Jane and this this milestone for her, but also really building community together and doing something beautiful. So Ari, thank you so much for doing this, for making us a part of this important celebration and bringing more Jewish joy into the world. Ari Dosaretz, it is such an honor to meet you and we will see you down in Florida soon. Can't wait. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.